0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Weekends. Niall Bowie, journalist from the Asia Times. Uh, his most recent story about Brunei called Devout at a Distance in Contagion Hit Brunei. Niall, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on, Glenn. It's great to have you here. And, and your reporting is quite unusual. You're one of the only international reporters that I've seen that is even covering the story in Brunei. Tell us what you found. Well, uh, as you uh, put it, you know, Brunei is chronically underreported, and I find for a country that's actually quite interesting, it's a shame that it's so underreported. So, I'm I'm usually I have my hands full covering Malaysia and Singapore, but every every year I try and devote a couple stories to Brunei. But um, uh, what I found was in fact very interesting. Um, The Country basically, the, or the story rather, opens with um, a speech that Sultan Hassanal Bolkiah gave at the opening of uh, the legislature. They have an annual sitting of parliament uh, that occurred earlier in March, and he uh, he basically expressed gratitude to Allah, God, uh, for for you know, Brunei not remaining free of COVID-19 infections at the time. Brunei was still one of the last countries without a confirmed case. Um, and he basically uh, described the sort of divine protection that the country had because it had uh, implemented Sharia law, it had, uh, it had gained this through prayer. Um, and, um, you know, hours after that speech, actually the country had confirmed its first case. Um, and uh, shortly after that, there were dozens of new cases linked to uh, Bruneians returning from uh, that a gathering in Malaysia of Islamic missionaries in late February, which is actually the largest coronavirus cluster to date in Southeast Asia. Um, so since then, the country has really been on top of things. And arguably, even before that, it was among the first in the region to implement measures like um, uh, selective travel restrictions on affected areas and uh, uh, thermometer readings and whatnot at, at its entry points. Um, but as you mentioned, uh, it's almost like the region is sealed off. Well figuratively, and literally that's true. The country closed itself off on March 24th, and it had earlier prohibited its citizens from going abroad. Um, and uh, obviously one of, the, one of the facets of this, social distancing um, is, you know, religious communal life is, is shut off. And uh, obviously we're a country that, uh, I mean, is so devout um you know this has obviously had a major ramification so the narrative has changed um to uh, devotional acts and prayer going on at home as a means to curb the virus so so those are the spiritual measures being taken but the country's actually done quite a diligent job in terms of uh testing and quarantining and really kind of being ahead of the curve on some of these issues so uh it's pandemic response what i found is actually reflected singapore to, to a great extent. And it has done reasonably well, although uh, you could argue that some of these measures are drastic, arguably draconian, uh, as I do in my story. Um, but I think for Bruneians themselves, uh, they appreciate the response and uh, it certainly sh- they're, they're, they view it as credible. We're speaking with Niall Bowie, a journalist at Asia Times. You mentioned the Brunei response there. That's something I'm interested in because you you said, as you at the top of the interview, that the Sultan initially said we had Brunei had no cases, and then of course it spiked after that religious right. gathering. So the draconian, as you mentioned, the draconian measures, the strict measures, they came in quite quickly, quite abruptly. After sort of that March period, late March period, what was the response from the public? Was it one of shock, panic, fear, or just resignation? I mean, how was the initial response to the res- the, the measures coming so swiftly and so severely? Well, uh, from what I gather, I mean, granted, I have I did not report the story from the ground. I'm I'm mm. here in Singapore, uh, actually under quarantine, writing the story myself. So I was on I was on the phone with people and sort of painting a picture. Um, but uh, initially after the first few cases, I mean, it went from zero to I think 11 cases in the space of two or three days. So this sparked a panic buying as we've seen pretty much in every country that has a major spike in the beginning um, and, and, and fear, um, you know, but things have calmed down from, from what I've been told. Uh, of course, I'm sure people don't like the fact that they have to uh, you know, remain within the country. Their freedom of freedom of movement is curtailed. But um, I mean, I, I would uh, I would venture to say that Bruneians are pretty much compliant with with that. I mean, the system there is one uh, where the Sultan wields uh, full executive uh, authority. Um, you know, he, he, he rules as an absolute monarch, as prime minister, as the head of state of religion. Uh, he's not liable to any legal proceedings and constitutionally can do no wrong so essentially this is uh, there's no space to to disagree with these measures i think i read one story where a young man had written something uh, to the you know against the measures on instagram and he was he was uh, hauled down or or to 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 the police station or something like that um you know but uh, i think people recognize the gravity of the situation and uh, you know, it's for social distancing purposes. I think there is recognition that, um, you know, this needs to happen. Um, And of course, region-wide the debate right now is, um, you know, to lock down or not to lock down. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's interesting. If you look at Malaysia, the health director general there has in recent days looked at um, cases and he, he has actually argued that the motion uh, the movement control order that's been enforced the lockdown essentially has worked and helped to flatten the curve. Um, if if you look at projections that they had uh, that that were originally sort of in late March um, for for a for a peak in uh, in in mid April, uh, it looks like the numbers are actually flattening now. If you look at recent days' numbers, and in Singapore, which is not locked down, which has had a little bit looser measures um you know you see in the last week a rise in imported cases and that's why PM Lee had announced yesterday the circuit breaker measures um and uh you know we'll have to see what is the most effective way going forward um but you know uh, I I feel like in Brunei that this is uh this is from the top so uh there's really nothing to do but comply with it and I'm sure that people think uh, there's good reason to do so. All right. Our thanks to Niall Bowie, correspondent for the Asia Times, reporting on uh, Singapore, Malaysia, and Brunei. Uh, fascinating stuff, Niall, and we look forward to uh, reading more of your stories uh, in Asia Times in coming days. Thank you, Glenn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.